Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. I was just out and about. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball. You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast's daily NBA show. Featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. What up, homies? Welcome back to the Bed Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show. I'm coming out this week firing. There's a nine-game slate, Monday, March 21st in the NBA, and I actually have five best bets, um, four road teams and uh, one home team. So as I'm saying that, I, uh, I'm a little nervous about the sharpness, but I, I really grinded this morning on the uh, handicaps, and I, I like my plays here. So we'll talk about those in a second. Before I get into it, though, let me shout out the sponsor of this podcast, Typico Sportsbook. Um, all of our odds are provided by our sponsor, Typico Sportsbook, and my um, season-long bet slip and podcast NBA betting record is against Typico Sportsbook's odds. They're a global sports betting leader that's live in New Jersey and Colorado. You can make your favorite sports more interesting with Typico's fast and easy mobile sportsbook app. New users from this podcast can get a special welcome bonus today at usatodaybet.com slash podcast. That's usatodaybet.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions do apply. You must be 21 or older to game, so please see Typico's website for details. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER for New Jersey and 1-800-522-4700. So I ended last week with a bit of a dud. I was 1-3 in, in my Friday best bets. My week um, was 9-7. and seven. Um, my week long record last week was nine and seven and my 2022 bet slip and NBA podcast record is 89 and 66. So still in the black, obviously still making you guys some money, but uh, I did struggle down the stretch there. Again, I went one and three Friday. I whiffed with the Dallas Mavericks plus three and a half points as they lost to the 76ers, 111 to 101. Um, I missed with the Denver Nuggets laying two and a half points at Cleveland. They lost 119 to 116 in overtime. Uh, my one winner Friday was with the Atlanta Hawks. I also sprinkled on the money line as they beat the Memphis Grizzlies 120 to 105. They actually played without Trey Young. And I, um, despite hearing the Trey Young news, still barreled into the Atlanta Hawks uh, money line and spread. So that was our one winner Friday. Then our uh, third loser was the Chicago Bulls. Uh, we took five and a half points as they lost to the Suns 129-102 in Phoenix and just a absolute beatdown. Um, I have five best bets again today. Um, man, it's cr- kind of crazy. I'm, I'm betting the NBA at a pretty high volume and I'm not even trying to do that. I just... I don't know. I think I'm seeing the board really well right now, and I um, really have some confidence in these picks here. But my five best bets, I'm going with the New Orleans Pelicans, um, getting five and a half points at the Charlotte Hornets. I'm taking the Los Angeles Lakers plus five and a half, visiting the Cleveland Cavaliers. And then I'm going to lay two and a half points with the Miami Heat, um, visiting the Philadelphia 76ers. Grabbing three and a half points as the Toronto Raptors visit the Chicago Bulls. And I'm going to lay 
two and a half points with the Dallas Mavericks at home against the Minnesota Timberwolves. Uh, let's go through these handicaps real quick, and I'll give you the analysis behind each one of my picks. So the first one, Pelicans getting five and a half points or 30 and 41 visiting a Charlotte team who's 36 and 35 and beat the crap out of them just 10 days ago. They beat them 142 to 120. Um, it was in Charlotte and or it was in New Orleans and um, the 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 Pelicans were without CJ McCollum and Brandon Ingram, um, both of their leading scorers. Brandon Ingram is um, questionable to play in this game. CJ McCollum has returned for New Orleans, but I still feel like this is a trap line. Um, New Orleans, I think, or Charlotte should be closer to a seven point favorite with Ingram status. Um, listed as questionable. So seeing that the Pelicans are only five and a half kind of gives me hope that Ingram might return this game. Um, and either way, CJ McCollum could at least um, pick up the scoring or the brunt of the scoring for New Orleans with Ingram if he's still with Ingram still sidelined if uh, if he can't play today. Um, also, I mean, Charlotte has a terrible defensive backcourt. So CJ McCollum and Devontae Graham, if he can play as well. Um, should be able to either mitigate or offset LaMelo Ball or Terry Rozier's production. Also, we're seeing a line freeze in the betting market. Um, a vast majority of the action is on the uh, Charlotte Hornets. In fact, 77% of the public is on the Charlotte Hornets, but this line really hasn't budged off the opener. Also, New Orleans got a couple strength on weakness edges and rebounding and fast break basketball. Both teams play a top 10 frequency of transition offense. But New Orleans is more efficient in transition, and they have the best defensive efficiency in the fast break. Also, New Orleans is fourth in offensive rebounding rate. Charlotte is 28th in defensive rebounding rate. New Orleans scores the fifth most second chance points per game, and Charlotte allows the most second chance points per game. Also, this is a better spot for New Orleans. They're 8-2 in their last 10 as a road dog, 5-0 against the spread. In their last five visits to Charlotte, um, the Hornets are six and seven against the spread at home versus losing teams, and they're two and four against the number when laying five to seven points. So, let's go with our first best bet: the New Orleans Pelicans plus the points, and I'm sprinkling on the money line. Uh, next game, I'm taking the Los Angeles Lakers plus the points against the Cleveland Cavaliers and LeBron's visit to his old home, Cleveland. Um, I think the LeBron. Is going to be at peak motivation given that he's chasing the scoring title. He's in a three-way tie with Giannis and Embiid. He's playing in his old home. Um, and um, he just passed Carl Malone for the uh, second most points in NBA history. So LeBron's kind of balling right now. Um, the only the, the thing that I think provides value for L.A. is that um, LeBron balling with motivation and um I think he's going to ha- be motivated to not just put up empty scoring stats, but to get past a, a Cleveland team that he obviously used to play for, won a championship for, and has a young nucleus. Um, also, I just think this team, this Cleveland team, can be picked apart um, in close games. You know, Evan Evan Mobley is the centerpiece of their defense, but he's still a rookie. And Darius Garland's a fantastic offensive player. And um, floor general for Cleveland, but they actually have a pretty high turnover rate, so they can get a kind of clumsy with the rock. Also, um, this was a pros versus Joe's game earlier um, when this line um, 
or this is a pros versus Joes game. A slight majority of the public is on Cleveland, um, but the money is on the Los Angeles Lakers. And, and Cleveland opened as a six-point dog, or a six-point favorite, excuse me. They've been steamed down to the current number, which we're getting at um, as five and a half. So the money actually early on was on Cleveland. Um, I saw, according to pregame.com, um, the money and the action was on Cleveland, yet that line was dropping um, or moving towards Los Angeles. So it was reverse line movement. Now it's more of a pros versus Joe's game. And I just feel like LeBron is going to is gonna figure out a way to keep Cle- keep the Lakers close in his hold home and eventually pull out the win. So I'm going to sprinkle on LA's money line, and then I'm going to take um, for my official play the Los Angeles Lakers plus 5.5 at the Cleveland Cavaliers. Next game, I'm laying two and a half points with the Miami Heat. Um, I had actually prefer the money line. I took the money line earlier this morning, but for my bet slip and podcast record, I'll lay two and a half with Miami. And I, and I would play it up to three and a half if need be. But again, if um, um, if you're as confident in Miami as I am after I go through the analysis here, maybe you just take the money line as well. Again, lay we're laying two and a half points on the bet slip and podcast with the Heat. Because they have a coaching and continuity edge and what's a high-profile game between two Eastern Conference uh, NBA favorites or NBA title finals favorites. And uh, Miami does really well with a rest edge, whereas Philly really struggles in the second of a back-to-back. Miami's 15-8 and eight straight up with a rest advantage, and they have a plus 9.8 margin of victory in those games. Um, Philadelphia is three and five straight up and against the number in the second of a back-to-back with a minus 3.6 margin of victory. Also, Philadelphia gets absolutely worked by good defenses. They're 9-11 straight up versus teams in the top 10 of defensive rating, um, which is actually much better than their advanced or their uh, adjusted net rating, which is minus 5.3 points per 100 possessions and ranks 17th. And they're dead last in ETS differential at minus 6.1 versus um, top 10 defenses. And I think Miami's defensive rating is ranked fourth in the NBA. This is all according to cleaningtheglass.com. Also, Miami has been steamed up from an opening opening, um, underdog. They were a a 1.5 point underdog to now their 2.5 point favorite. So the sharp side... Appears to be Miami um, because it passed through zero. Again, I would prefer the money line, but uh, for a fourth time, and you guys are probably rolling your eyes now, let's just take the Miami Heat minus two and a half points. All right, my third best bet, or excuse me, fourth best bet is the Toronto Raptors getting three and a half points visiting the Chicago Bulls. Um, we're getting some reverse line movement in Toronto's direction as most of the money, according to pregame.com and Vegas Insider, is on Chicago. But Toronto's gone from a four and a half point underdog down to the current price, which is three and a half points. We're taking three and a half points with Toronto. We're also going to sprinkle on this money line just because Toronto is very good on the second of a back to back. They're 10 and five straight up and against the number um, with a plus 2.7 non garbage time net rating, which is third. Um, when teams are playing on zero rest days and they have the third best ATS margin on the second of a back-to-back at plus 3.7. Also, both these teams are in the middle 10 of the NBA in efficiency differential, but Toronto has a slightly better net rating and ATS differential versus those middle-tier teams. Plus, Toronto is just trending in a much better direction than Chicago. They're 6-1 and one straight up and against the number over the last two weeks. 
They have the 10th best adjusted net rating and the 6th best ATS differential in the last two weeks, according to cleaningtheglass.com, whereas Chicago is 25th in adjusted net rating and 29th in ATS differential over the last two weeks. They're 2-4 and four straight up and 1-5 and five against the number in those games as well. Um, also, finally, this is a better spot for Toronto. They're 6-0 and ATS in their last six road games and 25-11 and against the number versus winning teams. They show up against winning teams, whereas Chicago doesn't. That's just been the common theme and the reason why people have been um, not backing Chicago in future markets. Um, they're probably... Um, they're they're going to be an underdog in their first round playoff series because they struggle against winning teams. They're fourteen and eighteen against the number versus winning teams, um, and I think Toronto will be at peak motivation. And I think they're uh, getting some value here because they're on the second of a back to back. So let's take the Toronto Raptors plus three and a half points, sprinkle on in that money line. And the next one is uh, my final best bet. I'm going with the Dallas Mavericks. I'm laying two and a half points with them. They're hosting the Minnesota Timberwolves. Um, I'm assuming most of the market. Well, I'll go to pregame.com. This is a pros versus Joes game with most of the money being on the Timberwolves and most of the action being on slight majority of both being on the Dallas Mavericks. So I'm going with the public on this one. Um, I just think Dallas coming off two back-to-back double-digit blowouts gives us a buy low spot for Dallas and Minnesota has looked really good recently. Um, but Minnesota relies on forcing turnovers and crashing the glass. Dallas isn't going to turn the ball over. They're sixth in non-garbage time turnover rate and they're 11th in non-garbage time defensive rebounding rate. So they're not going to give up, um, a lot of offensive rebounds and they're not going to, they're not going to, um, commit a lot of turnovers. Also, Luca is an absolute monster at getting to the foul line, um, drawing drawing fouls from his opponents, and Minnesota is dead last in defensive free throw attempt rate, so they can't help but foul players. So um, I think Luca and and Dallas is going to spend a lot of time at the charity stripe at home tonight. Also, this is a really bad spot for Minnesota. They're four and nine against the number in the last thirteen versus the Mavericks, three and eighteen or excuse me, 3-8 and eight against the spread in their last 11 visits to Dallas, 3-7 and seven against the number as 1-2.5 to two and a half point underdogs, 5-11-1 against the number on the road versus winning teams. Dallas is 20-13 and 13 against the number versus winning teams and 6-4 and four against the number when laying 2 to, or 1-2.5 to two and a half points. So it's public, but we're going with the Dallas Mavericks, minus 2.5 points at home against the Timberwolves. Adding that to the Toronto Raptors, plus three and a half, visiting the Chicago Bulls, the Miami Heat, laying the points on the road against the Philadelphia 76ers, then grabbing the points, sprinkling on that Laker money line against the Cleveland Cavaliers, and doing the same with the New Orleans Pelicans over the Charlotte Hornets. Five best bets. Hopefully they can all come in and we can uh, get back to winning here in the Bet Slipping Podcast after a week showing this past Friday. So best of luck to you guys, whether you fade or follow me, always do your own homework, always check for the most up-to-date injury reports before making your final wager. And if you're not in Colorado or New Jersey, be sure to shop around for the best numbers. If you are in one of those two states, check out Typico Sportsbook. Until next time, peace. Just out and about. Thought I'd see if anybody wanted to play some round ball.
You're listening to the Bet Slippin' Podcast Daily NBA Show featuring Jeff Clark from USA Today Sportsbook Wire. 